Sure. Hey everybody, this is Patrick Webster Small. I'm here with the Webster Phenomena. And today's show, we're going to talk about the Webster Phenomena. Brenda and I, Brenda Scott in Australia, we're going to talk about the Webster Phenomena and everything we can fit into two hours uh, to break it down for you so you can understand what this phenomena actually is. Um, I know that everybody's been hearing a lot about it. And there's a lot of questions out there, and a lot of people are just blowing off going, uh, it's just some guy, you know, who sees faces in clouds. Well, that honestly is how it started. Um, let's bring Brenda Scott in. Hey, Brenda, how's it going? Hi, Patrick. How are you going? Hi, everybody. I'm good, thank you. Uh, any updates from from Down Under? No, not really. It's just cool down here. Cool, cold, freezing actually down here. So that's really? our winter time. So, yeah. Hmm. So this morning, I think it was pretty much zero freezing point here where I live. So a bit cool in the mornings. Well, polar opposite here. It was uh, in the <laughs> hundreds today. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it's, uh, I think it's still in the high 80s outside right now. It's about 3 a.m. Uh, when we're recording this, I wanted to first tell everybody that we've got a couple really good podcasts coming up, really good shows. Uh, our next show, this show, is going to be amazing. So stick in here, stick with it, because we're going to tell you about the Webster phenomenon. We really want you to know about this, and and it it really comes down to the a couple things. We want you to awaken, and awakening is really going to save humanity and and possibly this earth from what is right now uh sure destruct some kind of destruction uh but uh let's um back up a little bit and talk about what what did i say i want to talk about <laughs> come on brandy you're <laughs> supposed to be taking notes on on what i'm saying cheers <clears throat> what the next two shows i gotta roll it i gotta roll back the tape and listen to it that's pretty bad um, no, you, you next two shows were Thank about. you so much, dear. Uh, the, the next two shows, the one coming up is going to be about the Uraeus. And for those of you that don't know what the Uraeus is or have heard about it, just, you know, it's, it's a weird word. I didn't know about it until this had been dawned on me. Uh, I, I had heard the word, but I didn't know it was the name for the serpent that was... Uh, on the front of all of the headdresses of the pharaohs and kings of Egypt and Sumeria. And uh, on up, I'm sure we could follow the serpent all the way up, even through the Catholic Church. That serpent, man, gets around. (laughs) Yeah, he's a feisty, feisty little guy or girl. Uh, So we're going to talk about the Uraeus next week and, and the fact that I have been given the Uraeus and that I seem to be assisting other people to also uh, achieve the Uraeus. And um, there's other levels that come before the Uraeus of graduation. So if you don't actually get the Uraeus, you may still graduate from Earth level and go do something else somewhere else uh, if you choose. Um, 
a lot of my friends have chosen i mean they we've talked about it and they just straight out they they know that what i'm bringing to the table is absolutely correct and that there's going to be a choice time coming up and and across the board everybody's chosen to stay and uh it kind of baffles me but i you know i give it a couple i give it a couple uh swings and then i let it be because that's what this whole reality is is the variable is free will whose free will <laughs> is the question okay so we're we're talking about the Uraeus next week and then the week after that folks that's right we're going to be live on the radio we're going to bring this to you live i don't know how it's going to go um <laughs> it could be a complete disaster but uh number one we're going to be live number two the show is going to be all about harry potter now th- this isn't going to be like a movie buff show although we do want the movie buffs to absolutely call in and and talk to us and give us the insides and all the the dirty details and the mystery things about it all the hidden mickeys and you know what i'm saying all that stuff we we really want that uh participation in this because it's it's you who have that that just tiny little belief that Harry Potter could be actual actually real a place that where this actually takes place it's you who have that seed in you believe it or not are the ones that have the best chance at being harvested that's real so when you're talking about like the Disney Imagineers and these guys who really get into their jobs you bet they've they're getting harvested they're creating joy and a, a place for you to go that's not this shitty freaking world where you got to work, 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 and then limit, 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 and then let me take your time away from you. And then they pay you just a little tiny bit for your unbelievably valuable time. Folks, what's the most important thing in life? Time. Your time. Because click, click, click. Okay, those three clicks are gone. Heck, you're burning two hours listening to me. Go out and do something else. I'm not joking. I really don't care if you listen to me or not. I think it'd be a good idea for you to, because it would actually be time well spent, as opposed to listening to some stupid UFO show. Hey, come and watch the skies with me. What the hell? And then to be like, Oh, you think that there's going to be disclosure in our lifetime? Why, if you don't think so, why are you even doing it? Man, that's like an oxymoron in itself. How many times do I have to say moron about this? (sighs) Got to be careful. (laughs) (coughs) All right, so, so much for me being calm. Uh, I, I love doing this show. I love it. I love to be able to voice... Um, this, I, I believe this isn't just my opinion, although it really is, but I know you guys feel me. I know there's a lot of people that feel me and these are the intelligent people that can see through the BS. You can see BS. Okay. Now think about it. CBS. If you can see BS, then you can, you've got some kind of vision. Think about the CBS sign. It's the eye. 
It's the all-seeing eye. It's the Illuminati's eye. You know the Illuminati is just one that's illuminated. That means you found the light. It doesn't mean you're good or bad. It just means you found the light. So so what I'm doing is I'm peeling a I'm, I'm each show we peel away some of those layers of the onion and um take you on this ride. It's called the Webster phenomena. So <clears throat> all right. Let's get real with this. Um I've if you guys aren't on my Facebook <clears throat> I have a personal page. I'm going to make it private uh, real soon. And I've knocked it down from like 480 some people that I didn't that I don't know to about 80 people that uh many of them I do know at, at least through the fourth dimension, the internet. And uh if if you want to follow this closely with me with our, you know, kind of group of people that support this then hit me up uh if you want to just watch what happens you can like either the webster phenomena page or uh i think it's patrick small online page um and uh just watch what i post i post a lot of the pictures there um i've really pulled back on the amount of pictures that i'm posting i I've really pulled back on the amount that I care to post that many pictures because if you if you won't believe one, you won't believe a hundred. And I, I, it's just a waste of my freaking time. I can have a lot more fun, you know, dancing around the ancient gods because they are here. Brenda, what do you think about that? The uh, the ancient gods being present. Are you? Uh, are you in that that circle of uh, people like myself that believe the ancient gods are present? Oh yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, besides seeing it in the clouds with you, I personally have um, I get information from them, and I know it's 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 close, and I see it. And oftentimes, you know, I can have an experience where. I can be inside and then I'll suddenly get this, you need to go outside and I'll look up and there'll be something there for me. So it's, it's really very interesting how it actually happens. It is. It's, it's so fun. And just so everybody knows, um, I don't think we formally said that uh, Brenda is a, is a psychic facilitator. She, she's a medium, which means she's the in between, between whatever needs to be, the, whoever needs to say something and whatever the something is. She's the, the in-between, the conduit that brings it into reality. And uh, she's a real deal, folks. Um, uh, right now, we are working on um, her telekinesis abilities with uh, visionary research. And, uh, and um, it, it's amazing what, what's happening and when you when you know the infrastructure of reality, which is the Webster phenomena, uh, anything is possible. Um, are we talking about magic? Well, I just said anything is possible. So you can call it what you want. But uh, so that's that's Brenda. And she does have connection with the ancients as well. And uh, 
a lot of the information that she's been given over the past few years was for this time that for when she met me because she filled uh, a lot of gaps for me when uh, this all started to happen and it you know I'm I'm not a uh, I'm not a person that remembers being commissioned I read the book of knowledge in the book of knowledge there is a section that says if you wish to work for uh the the Christ faction then you chant this chant and uh basically it's a chant that says that you will that that the light <coughs> that the brotherhood of light can use your vessel for to uh to come through and work with humanity and this was mm, about four years ago that I started to use this chant and it was daily and it started to be to where it was it was ingrained in me and then it started to be where it's all I wanted to do was chant this and I felt it so deep inside that that I was being heard um, I could picture the beings and it's the same beings that I'm seeing you know it's just it is eerie like Brenda said it's 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 weird and crazy and odd and unfathomable and you know it, it can make the strongest person you know crack it could and definitely and because my initial experience is very different from yours how I got to where I am now it's it, it's actually quite wondrous how it happens because I personally never did any of the chants. I knew nothing about the Book of Knowledge. I knew nothing. And mine just started, as we discussed in a previous show, with synchronicities, and then it's taken me all the way through to actually, you know, actually receiving information from them about myself and sort of thinking, oh, yeah, right, okay, they'll give me some information and I'll go and look it up. And we're talking about information here, not just as I'm talking to you in English and understanding what you're saying, I'm talking about them saying stuff and then putting in words that were actually in ancient Hebrew or ancient Aramaic in the context of a sentence. And then I'd be the reading, uh, you know, I'd, I'd read back a sentence and there'd be this strange word in the middle. And I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, okay. So, and then I'd go off and I'd research the word and it was perfect. It was actually the exact correct word for the context of the sentence, for how it was written, except that it wasn't in English. Now, I don't speak ancient Aramaic or ancient Hebrew, so it actually um, uh, proved to me that I was getting information from somewhere else. And then with that, knowing that I was getting information from somewhere else, I started to find wanting to know who this some who was this somewhere else or who was in this somewhere else. So, and then I started to realize that I actually had, um, as I investigated, it started to show me that the information was from the ancients because the information was relevant to those times. And they were, they were showing me information that had, had gone way back before a lot of the stuff um, that many people experience, you know, we're talking about stuff that, like we say, isn't in the Bible. You actually have to research really hard to get it. 
and yeah. it's quite it's quite mind blowing when you're just a run of the mill you know person who's raised her kids and done stuff and then you suddenly start getting all this weird information and when you research something you never knew anything about it's all coming up yes this is true yes this is true it's all real stuff it's actually quite, it's it's frightening it's 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 very humbling and it's and then once you get past the, the, the scary part of it, you, you start to enjoy looking forward to getting more information. For sure, that is that is the truth. When it comes to the bringing understanding of this thing that we're calling the Webster phenomena, um, we we named it we named it such. Well, number one, because it's my middle name. It's it was my dad's name. And he went by web. It's kind of interesting. Before the World Wide Web was uh, created, it was also before chemtrailing, or at least the noticing the spider web skies. Interesting stuff. Um, but we we created this framework because it called the Webster phenomena. Phenomena is a plural of phenomenon. Now, the reason it's phenomena, it's plural, it's because it happens in more, it occurs in more than one place at more than one time, simultaneously. So it's a, it's a multifaceted phenomenon, which makes it a phenomenon. When I first came out with this, I got hit with the, hey, it's supposed to be phenomenon. It's like, hey, <laughs> insert <laughs> words there. Um, I'm just, I'm feeling, I'm feeling calm today. I just really don't feel like putting people down and, you know, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sad for humanity. You guys, I'm showing you so much cool stuff and people are just not cooperating. <laughs> I don't know if that's the right word, but sounds good to me. Just not chiming in, not cluing in. I see so many videos out there. I mean, like that guy, like the 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 Arizona, you know, flyby guy. <laughs> he, you know, it's it like that whole mentality of people. Oh, they got all kinds of comments. Twenty one thousand subscribers. It's because they spent the last ten years gathering subscribers for starters. That's just been their life. Me. I've been researching, you know, this didn't all start happening to me four years ago after I chanted something. I had the book of knowledge in my hand for a reason. You don't just end up with that $50 book in your hand. That's hard to get. You have to seek it out, find it. First, you have to know what it is. I'll tell that story someday. Uh, it'll be an autobiography for sure as to how I, how that book got in my hand. And even before that, how the Celestine prophecy got into my hand and whose hands that actual book was in before me. It was off the hook. It went around Hollywood. I got it in Hollywood when I was doing some work there, some music work. So, um, yeah, it's, it's all a mysterious journey, like Brenda was saying. And it, it'll give you tingles all the time. And when you get to like where 
where, uh, and I'm not trying to sound big of myself. I'm trying to give you guys some insight. When you get to where I'm at, you are a little bit jaded, even of this stuff. Like, oh, like, like Brenda's like, hey, I moved this thing across the room. And I'm like, hey, cool. <laughs> where, you know, the person in the, in the room with her is like, what the fuck? <laughs> Me, I'm like, right on. Hey, can you, uh, can you move this thing for me? Because I'm having a hard time. <laughs> you know, that's how, that's kind of how I am about it. Although I think it's thrilling and I can't wait until, uh, she gets her butt over here to the States so we can do some real research here and get, start moving some big things. You know, there, there's going to be somebody that, that jumps on this boat. This is the boat. This is a Khufu's boat, I believe. <laughs> The boat to uh, the afterlife. I do have access to that boat, folks. I do know I have access to that boat. Not the one that is in a museum somewhere in Egypt. No, that's not the boat. That's a replica of the boat that Khufu tried to use. And it didn't work. That's why it's still here. Khufu gone, boat still here. Okay, so the boat is in the sky. Got pictures of it. Plenty of them. And uh, it's available. So um, those of you who who want to jump on this this ride with us could very well be getting a ride on this boat, which is going to, you know darn well, it's going to end up being a spaceship. Come on, folks. And not the tin can variety? Nope. No. Not that kind. <laughs> the kind that, whoa, this thing was this big and now it's this big on the inside? One of those kind. The good kind. And you won't even know it when you're walking up to it. You'll be like, I'll be like, yeah, just, just keep walking straight. Keep walking straight. Keep walking straight. <laughs> it's like, what? There's nothing here. Whoa. Hey. <laughs> you know, remember our light gauge. Basically showing the spectrum of light and then and then the portion of it that humans can see visually is tiny, a tiny percentage of the whole spectrum. So anything is possible when it comes to making something appear to be invisible. Now the reason I say appear to be invisible, I'm going to explain all of this. Oh, you guys, I have so much to explain because I've seen it all. You better hope they keep me here and they don't whisk me off and want me to do something else somewhere else because while I'm here I'm I'm talking and uh, I'll tell you I don't get much thanks for it either I was saying that today to somebody that man I, I don't I think maybe I've been told like thank you or you're doing a great job like still on still on one hand you can count it and two times it was the ancients coming through to me on comments on my website that nobody else could get to the pages because they were unpublished so it had to be them and one of them was just straight out you did a good job the other one was Bren you do you remember that really long comment I think this was right when we first started working together and I got a really long comment long-winded and it was a translator you could tell it was a translator it was a mechanical translator that somebody was speaking into. And it was coming out with, 
all these words and then like four different versions of what a word could mean in mm-hmm. English. I still have that. Um, I'll have to, I still have that. I'm not sure. I might have posted it. Uh, and if I didn't, then I will copy it and post it because it's very interesting. And it's, it's the ancients t- talking to me, telling me what to do and what I need to work on. And you know, that, uh, I think one of them told me that the site doesn't work on, on Google Chrome and you know, they're, they're very hip on fourth dimension, man. They're very <laughs> hip on the internet and, uh, anything, in the airways um they could take over tv easily uh radio they can um take over a phone conversation if you ever hear your phone all of a sudden remember that that night uh, that uh round table and that one guy's phone was just like and every time he talked to he was like yeah and and think about it it was the Psy. It was the, the ancients or whatever being who was taking over his phone was just like, oh, shut up. Just sighing like, oh, here, here it comes. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> that was classic. I was laughing so hard. I stayed online just to, li- just to hear that. Oh, that, was a, that was a fun show and... So with the Webster phenomena, a lot of things led up for me to to the discovery. A lot of it was happened electronically. Um, pretty much my whole entire life was created from the internet. By this point, I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people can say that. Almost their entire life was created from the internet. Mine definitely is. My old the the life before that's gone completely and so so all these things pushed me to find the webster phenomena including chemtrails now i follow i'm not going to hang on chemtrails for a long time i'm just going to say i followed the trail okay i watched them and watched what they do they got weird they would fill up they would get bigger they would cross the sky they would start to slither so then i thought hey i know since I have all this technology and it's basically free, I'm just going to take a video with my phone and then speed it up. Easy. Doesn't take rocket scientists to do that. Anybody could do it. These days, five-year-old could do it. <clears throat> Probably make a million bucks on YouTube. But um, <laughs> the you know I'm doing it and I don't even get a comment. Because it's so freaking good. I don't know if that's why. I I just honestly just feel, I feel that that it's like nope, it's not you. Who else would it be? It's the person that you don't want it to be. It's me, guys. Hi, how's it going? I'm here. Sorry, it's me. Someone's gonna be sorry. <laughs> you sent this guy. <laughs> Why did it have to be? Weren't you, couldn't we get some warning first? <laughs> Basically, the Webster phenomena is the realization that there are extraterrestrials, which 
it's more like non-human beings that people would view as extraterrestrials. It may not, it, they are for sure extraterrestrials because they can travel wherever, but they're, I'm, we are extraterrestrials too because we've traveled off of the earth supposedly to other planets. So that means that we are extraterrestrial. And the very fact that our, um, our species has been introduced says that we are extraterrestrial. Has been introduced to what? Yes, as we were talking about in the, in, in the um, uh, Genesis last week. Oh, right. That, yes, that it's our species was introduced one. to yes. Earth. That's it. Not, uh, not bred on Earth. Not yeah. bred from, you know, not from creative. amoeba. Yeah. We didn't evolve from an amoeba. Part of us did. Agreed? Yes, and even that was put here. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you know, where did... We don't know if, like, the ape... Let's just say that the ape was the other being, obviously, who, was, who the DNA was mixed into to create humans. Uh, the Anunnaki DNA or some extraterrestrial DNA was mixed with um i'm i'm just guessing that ape is the best way to say it so uh so now um let's see what what were we getting at Bryn? sorry we were just saying that we're all extraterrestrials and the fact that um our original genome or wherever we came from was was blended with another and that too was introduced as well so we are all extraterrestrial as we were talking about in genesis you know when they when they they split the waters and then god create you know god created these things so it's, yeah and then it, they started bringing their kind in yeah they brought their kind in it's like they hey it's like saying hey you bring hey uh you grow this you bring that in hey you grow that you bring this to the dinner you bring that you bring this. It's your specialty. It's your race. Right? Exactly. Like the cornucopia. Like Earth is the cornucopia, is a cornucopia of races and beings from the universe. The, the, the catch is, the kicker, is that we live on one level, one band bandwidth of this huge radio we call earth and there's so many other beings that are here it's not even funny working on on way different levels way slower way faster it, it there uh, different levels of light man it, that's what square in the circle is about about seeing things for for what's possible, what could be, because what could be is, and that's what that's what the whole like law of attraction, uh, being unlimited teaches. Anybody who teaches unlimitedness should be all over the Webster phenomena, just because it's an unlimited theory. Not really a theory; it's fact, but we'll call it a theory for now, just to please everybody that doesn't want to call it a fact yet. So we we've got tons of proof. I mean, come on, get real. So so we've got the we've got the apes um and 
and they were brought here and who knows where they were where they were evolved from some other planet yeah maybe it was from an amoeba or in a laboratory who knows but the the bottom line is that they were if whatever it is whatever being we're talking about was evolved somewhere not necessarily earth earth is we have everybody is on a lineal thought process and it's understandable it's where you have to start but it's not where you have to end and to think that everything's been found is freaking ridiculous and to think that what's been found is ironclad once again ridiculous then we're in a variable universe change one of the variables everything out the window see how quickly it could change now why isn't there a million people who are who are hitting me up about about the webster phenomena or or looking at it out of the billions of people on earth why isn't there a million and there's only you know a few thousand a month which is still great I'm not going to scoff at that. That's amazing to me. But the the, the depth and um, I, I guess it would be the depth. I don't know. I'm coming up, trying to come up with a different word. Uh, the weight that this information, that this discovery carries is beyond anything that's ever been, been given to humanity. This is a gift to humanity. Yes, people, I'm giving it to you. It's me. Do I get pissy sometimes? Oh, absolutely. Try being me and bringing this to a world that is not even cel- having one celebration for the ancients. Oh, my God. It's like going to, it's like showing up on wedding day and nobody planned anything. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it makes me, honestly, I get really sad and emotional. So... What what Bren and I are doing, because we could just be basking in this ourselves, knowing that we got we're 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 already getting harvested. We know it. It's already been confirmed. So the next thing is would just be to chill and wait. Nah, not our. That's not our game. We don't roll like that. Our game. We were put here to bring this to Earth. Now you notice how how that what that thought process is. We were here. We br- are here to bring this to Earth, not to you personally, because you are really insignificant individually. To us, Earth needs to hear this. We will work with individuals if you're if you come at us with intelligence and some some thirst and wonder for this wisdom. Otherwise, we'll, we just, you can go listen to the UFO show. <laughs> the thing that gets me though is um, with this phenomena that, you know, that you've, you've discovered, I mean, you're the one who's done all the work already, you know, and, and really it's just a matter of people taking a step back from everything they do every day uh to stop suppressing their minds and just sort of sit back, open up their mind and watch the show that you're presenting because it would be easy 
for them to be presented with the information and go, oh, okay, you know, yeah, okay, I can see that. It's to stop fighting with themselves. Do you know what I mean? To just actually sit down, relax and, and open up the brain. Oh, yeah. I think it takes a lot more energy to shut it down and, and keep it um, uh, to shut down and say, oh, you know, that's just rubbish or, you know, that's a whole lot of crap. It's It's harder to actually do that than it is to sit down and, you know, when you're a kid, you used to lie there and daydream. How easy was that? You know, how many of us would have got told off in class? Oh, you know, right. you know, Brenda would do a lot better if she didn't daydream in class sort of thing, you know? And, um, yeah, how many of us found that easy to do? And that's what you need to do now. Just let that, that daydream roll. And when you do that, and like I said, you've done all the hard work, Patrick, for people, for them to just absorb that into that and see it unfold before their eyes. Well, thank you for saying that. Um, I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, this road isn't, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not done. No, by any means I'm coming out with this book for starters. (laughs) I'm coming out with this long awaited book that everybody's, you know, wants and, and, you know, I kind of stood back for a minute like, man, is anybody even going to buy this? Oh, yeah. One, you know, all you have to do is just be outside and it's getting, it's ramping up. So I'm not worried. I need to come out with that book quickly because, you know, it's going to be one day where all there is is faces in the sky and no one can deny it. And one, one news story, we're off and running and uh, we can fund this whole entire research with this book uh i'm not i'm not worried about getting rich folks it'd be nice but i'm not worried about soaking up a bunch of money i just want to be fed have a place to live not worry about my bills and uh and sink every other dime into this research where it should be um and and this research is going to end up i mean who knows we're talking about bringing magic back. When you're talking, they just found the Egyptian spell book, which was the whole first part of it was like um, for for fixing uh, for healing ailments. This this is real stuff. This is not fake. The the all of the elements. Anybody that's ever, um, you know, said witchcraft is bad or. You know, that whole stigma, man, boy, did that stick and really, really push people away from wanting to, you know, be into it and then or to even, you know, buy into it that elements can create um, actions or that you can your thoughts can create actions in the elements like Brenda's telekinesis abilities. It's just learning how to work the elements. That's all it is. You're just working the beings that I've discovered. Yeah, and I think the labeling too of it being bad or whatever, I think was part of the control process that was put in place by the powers that be, especially down here, to control the masses. Uh-huh. I think by, by when you start to say these the this knowledge um, of magic, if you start to say that it's bad or evil and, and you steer people away from it, the more people that they could steer away from it, the less people would have knowledge. So therefore they would have the knowledge and not the general populace. 
So that gave sure. the people in control more power because only they knew of it. And I think that's that's what happened there. Yeah, and that, that kind of brings us to a, <clears throat> a topic that we wanted to hit on about, you know, this isn't Bible study, you guys. We're just going to real quick, really quick hit on this about the about something called the Vulgate. And the Vulgate is the the Bible that everybody reads now. And this is a very unknown thing that um, in the late 14th century, this Latin translation of the Bible um, it, that became uh in the in the 16th century that became the catholic church's official officially promulgated latin version of the bible so whatever this bible said was it that was it that was what was going to move on the reason they did this was uh because there was too many versions of it out there and a lot of them were still talking about magic and things like that they didn't want people to think that they had any power so they took it all away right there. Um, in this, what's here's another interesting note. In the same era, you know, I mean, within a hundred years is an era. But if you think of something within a hundred years of right now, it's like eons. But from but from this perspective, thinking of in the like 13th century, it's like oh, you know, within a hundred years, yeah, they all knew each other. <laughs> oh man. It's so maybe funny how the. <laughs> what was that, Bren? I'm sorry. I said maybe in the days of Noah where they lived for 400 years. Right, maybe. 400 to 900 years. Jeez. Yeah. That had to be Anunnaki time. Or, hey, think about that. Man, we're going to get off on one here. Uh, we're going to talk about time on one of our podcasts. We have so many things, and I'm, I've discovered, I've made so many discoveries even previous to this first one. Or. <laughs> The, the first one that I published um, just about time and uh, and uh, anyway I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back off of that I could have really got into one there <laughs> <laughs> um, this Vulgate I just want everybody to look that up V-U-L-G-A-T-E I'm going to write it down oh I can't wait till we have video and people can like watch us write stuff down pick our nose <laughs> get situated in our seat look at each other with sneering looks you said that man it's like gonna be like like a soap opera <laughs> i love it <laughs> oh all right the vulgate um in the same era there was a book that was written supposedly it's said by one monk one lone monk and he supposedly he had it downloaded in him and wrote it in one night. Boy, does this sound like J.J. Hertak, this whole thing with Enoch. Um, the, so this book, they ended up calling it the Devil's Bible right around the same time. Interesting, the Devil's Bible pops up and then they have to, and then they secure with the Vulgate exactly what the Bible's going to be. And probably got rid of most of the Bibles before that. Or a lot of them. Because they didn't want them out there. I mean. <laughs> wow folks. Then they had to bring in the Bible where. You know you had to eat the body of Christ. And drink his blood. You know. 
You know, the, va- the Vatican. <laughs> Vatic- the Vampican. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of the Vatican. Um, I believe that they hold some secrets that are are needed by humanity. And uh, as far as I can see, they're on... It's on this world. We're on this world. Hmm. Yeah. Two and two together on that. Uh, also, about I just want to shout out to the chemtrail people. Shut up. Thank you. Um. So, let's move on, Bryn. Um, because I'm I'm I feel you moved past the chemtrails, didn't you? <laughs> I feel a, I feel a pissy coming on. And we're gonna have to take a break in a minute, but um, man, the can you believe that we we've been rolling for about uh, over 45 minutes? That's crazy. That's how good this show is. We could do a 4-hour show and it would zoom by. We could do a live 4-hour show. I would love to do that. Anybody want to give us the chance? Me and Bren are there. Now we'd talk about everything, but Oh, yeah. I know. We're supposed to be talking about Webster phenomenon. I think we're cracking your shell, but let's just, you know, what is the Webster phenomenon? It's the occurrence of this reptilian form throughout nature, the universe, and everything else. And I've always kind of thrown in down to the spaghetti stain on your pan. That's the truth. You say, are you talking about pareidolia? I say, I don't know what that word is because I abolished it from the human language. <laughs> the human language. I did. From the human language. There's no such word as pareidolia. If you see a face, you see a face. Don't ever tell anybody they don't see what they see. Man, that's like telling a kid, no, there is no Santa Claus. God, that's the word. I th- I've heard that a few times come out of people's mouths and in stores and just like, it just hurt like a knife. Um, but that's what this phenomena is about, this reptilian being. He's a, a reptilian-like being. Now, this being's going to end up being the serpent, Okay. How can that happen? A reptile, serpent, what are you talking about? I'm going to put a lot of things together with the Webster phenomenon. It's going to be known and go down in history as the turning point of this civilization. This is the knowledge that's going to be the turning point of this civilization. That's the truth. That's real stuff right there. Um, I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm humbled I'm honored. Uh, don't give a shit about the name. Just want the knowledge out there. Civilization turn. Make it happen. Let's do it. Rather not see Earth get completely destroyed and have to start over. If this civilization can wake up quickly, we're golden. They can do anything. It doesn't have to be destructed. They can fix the methane problem. They can do it all. They created this planet, so <laughs> they can they can uncreate it. They too. can uncreate it. They can maintain it. They can restart it. 
which they've done many times. And they're ready to do it again, number one, because we are being a nuisance in the rest of the experiment. Shooting our crap off, blowing, you know, sending nukes to the moon, yada, yada, yada. You just don't do that in this universe. They knew that there was extraterrestrials, but the ETs that they were dealing with, the, and I'm talking they, I'm talking government, those ETs are not the ETs I am talking about. Those are low-level, metallic can-driving ETs, grays. They're still they're low-level. They're just a notch above us and only in technology. Nothing else. Well, you know, technology I'm talking, they can, they can, you know, obviously they can talk with their minds and that's just normal in the universe. They can, everybody can do that except for us. We've been well, subdued. I <laughs> what? I do it. Well, yeah, not, I don't mean us. <laughs> I have to kind of sound like, I'm, you know, I have to blend in a little bit, Brent. <clears throat> The average person. And the average person does it all the time. They just don't know it. Yeah. Everybody does it. Everybody's got the receptor. Everybody's got the little crystal in them. Um, it's just that Bren and I have our whole entire inside, like inside of our skull has crystallized. That's why they talk about the crystal skulls. Yeah, that's a, that's a real deal. So the inside of our skull has etherically crystallized, I mean, down to the feeling, the crunching of it. And there's lots of people that talk about that, including like uh, musical artists like Spangle. And uh, it's it's well known that that is part of the awakening, Kundalini. So we're talking about the serpent. Uh, let's let's talk about the being. Now, when I first found this, it was it was not this being that I saw. It was a different face of a different animal but what I what I've came to realize is that the entire animal kingdom is basically in the sky now uh they're all present or representatives of the animal kingdom which is it's actually the other way around right the, the animal kingdom the representatives are are already here on earth and the originals are in the sky that's what it is. Um, what a, what an incredible scenario we have mounting that who would have ever thought <laughs> back in the 80s that, you know, Van Halen was coming out like 30 years later. I'd be like getting ready to get on a spaceship, folks. I mean, Halen, that was good enough. Eruption? Ain't talking about love. Come on, man. Bring it. You like little Halen, Bren? Oh yeah. Oh, she likes her Halen. She, I know what Bren likes. Everybody know. Can everybody guess what rock band <coughs> Bren likes? What electrical rock band Bren likes? Yeah, she likes ACDC. Everybody, oh, go yeah. figure. Well, Bren is a bit of a um, uh, a slow starter. My first um concert I ever went to was a couple of years ago actually and I'm 50 now and it was because my daughter my oldest daughter 
had bought the tickets for the, when the ACDC did the um, Melbourne tour. I went to the concert then, first concert in my life. <laughs> it oh, was an man, first concert, ACDC. First concert ever, <laughs> yes. Oh. But those about to rock, we salute you. Man, I could just go off right here. Let's go. Come on, guys, hit it. One, two, three. Don't ask me to sing. Whatever you do, ask Patrick, not me. Yeah, don't ask Bren. Well, I haven't heard yet, but I'm taking a word for it. Yeah, done. Usually if people say they can't sing like that, then they they just, they know already. They've been through the they think they can sing part of life. (laughs) I can do do quite a lot of things. However, sing I'll have to say that that my think I can sing part of life was very extended. And now I realize I'm in the right spot where I talk. Well, I can sing, but I'm just, I don't have that. I don't have that it factor in singing. Like some people just, I think like guys like, um, like Adam Levine just have that. Sounds so good. And I can do that like on guitar and um, piano, but I just can't do it. I just don't have that voice. Wish I did. Um, I tried, and it was fun trying, but whatever. I'm uh, sure there's a few people out there who would disagree with that. Well, well, <laughs> this is right now. This this right here, I believe, this is completely comfortable. Um, Any time I've been on stage. Uh, performing which has been quite a few times and i've been able to have the microphone you know in between songs or whatever uh that's been some of the best times is just conversing with the crowd and and from small crowds to large crowds it's 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 fun and i love it and this is this is very much like that that's why i'm kind of yearning to go live because i love that factor of of the crunch time um this is great too because, you know, if we mess up, which I'm telling you, we haven't, I haven't, I won't roll back anything up to this point for sure. So we're good, even though we're kind of babbling. Um, in that light, let's talk about uh, this reptilian fig- figure. Now, you guys can go on my website. Everybody, please don't just listen to this. Go on my website. There's no way that I can explain all this. In two hours or two days. It would take me years to break it all down for each and every person in the way that they perceive information. And uh, I'm I'm very perceptive as to feel that about who needs what. But man, I, there's just no way that the time's not there, unfortunately. So go on my website. Go to... In fact, I'm going to look right now and make sure I'm that I am on it. And I'm going to, on the menu, I'm going to the Webster Phenomenon More tab. And then it says Sketches on that pull-down menu. So I'll click on Sketches. When, you, when it comes up, 
you'll see three pictures. Now, the first one is a a leopardy. The first one and the third one are a leopardy looking um, being. The first one kind of has a has a bear type of face. Um, kind of a a alligator slash uh, dolphin style nose. Um, muscular. They're muscular. They have very stretch arm strong limbs. They're very stretchy. They can do all kinds of things. Go all across the sky. So yes, I'm talking about these beings are the beings that are the clouds. Now if you just put a cloud cloak on this being, you've got half the clouds in the sky. And if you look at them close, you'll see their eyes pop through the cloud. You'll see it open up. I have plenty of pictures of that. It's real, you guys. I know. It looks like a freaking cartoon. I didn't create it. I'm telling you about it. Okay? Thank your lucky stars that in all reality, when it's going to come down to down, that we live in a cartoon reality. And that all this bullshit, this war and killing and drama and hate and nastiness it's it's not even real what a the best irony ever thank you universe thank you so much i really want to it's i this is where i want to be a preacher and like praise god because whoever the god is who came up with this thank you thank you for sparing us at this time and giving us this knowledge it really is that, you guys. I know that it sounds like anybody else who's trying to make a freaking buck on the internet. Actually, I don't think it sounds like anybody else. I think the good thing, though, is the, the fact that you are writing this book, there will be a lot of catch-up information for people to actually understand what it is. And and, yeah. to, and to understand what this is, like you said, there's just so much information. It's just too uh, it, it, too massive and, and and quite difficult to actually place it all in a show or several shows for people to grasp. As you said, because people take things indifferently. Right. However, I think once they can sit with your book and actually, you know, go over, you know, chapter one again, 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 they'll absorb what this is and how this this happens and 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 what's going on do you know what i mean oh i think i think that's absolutely right that the book is uh the reason that it's it's every time i've sat down with the book to write you know and as an author it, i've authored tons of blogs that are amazing you know even reading back over them, man i i sit and go like I get lost and I'm like, wow, who wrote the, oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's fun to do that, man. Yeah, everybody should write because when you do that, it's like amazing. It's, it's awesome. It's great. Um, but to sit down and write this information, number one, like Brenda said, to find the words for this in English, I wish I knew Hebrew, it would be a lot easier because this information and Hebrew go together. This information in English, do not go together. <laughs> it's so hard to try to find 
the words. Uh, um, loses, loses it in translation, as they say. Yeah. I mean, you, you really have, because of the way that the English language is structured and the, the way that you can switch a word around, um, uh, two words around, and it can mean, and it can either be nice or nasty, um, that you really have to be careful when, when you start putting this stuff on, a, um, on into text. Because it's like, wow, what, what, okay, what am I saying? You have to read over it, and then you have to go back and read it again, and read it again, read it again. Okay, what am I saying here? What am I? Because me, I'm already, I'm already in that world. So to try to get somebody who's not in that world and hasn't seen it yet, I have to go back, and I don't want to go back. That's the thing. You don't want to once you've seen it. You don't want to go back. So it's a difficult... Um, thing to do to write about this uh, but I'm doing it and also the discoveries kept mounting I mean every day if I wasn't finding something Brenda was or still is at some point I'm like okay hey I'm like Brenda I gotta write this book I think I said it a couple months ago where I'm just like hey I have to this has to come out it's freaking vital and I I didn't want to put it out too early and then look back on the initial book and go, man, I should have waited just a little bit. Now I feel like I did the right thing. Like I waited. I know what I need to know. Give it to humanity. Then I have about five other books that are just on the tip of my fingertips, just wanting to come out about communication and how it's broken down since the internet came out and cell phones and texting. Nobody talks with their mouth when they do. It's nasty. Usually, <clears throat> a lot better things to do with your mouth, people. <laughs> uh, yep, I said it. All right, uh, we're going to—I don't know—it's been like an hour. I think we should take a break. What do you say, Brian? Sounds good to me. I know. Let's take a break. We're gonna go get some lemonade. You know, like cool, refreshing drink. Yeah, that was a—that uh, was my Elvis impression. That was terrible. <laughs> Man, where's Elvis where's the, Elvis the building now. No, that's at the end. Bad me. All right, I'll figure <laughs> something out. Um we'll do something anyway. All right, everybody, we'll catch you on the other side. Patrick Webster Small on the Webster Phenomenon spaced out radio. Traveling in a fight Trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady She made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under? A women go and men plunder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder? You better run, you better take cover Six foot four and full of muscle 
What's going on, everybody? This is Patrick Webster Small, and we're back here with the Webster Phenomena on Spaced Out Radio. And today, we're talking about the Webster Phenomena, which we should be talking about every show. We do. Uh, but we're explaining it. We're breaking it down. We want you guys to follow along and and uh, hear it because it it's really a lot of fun. What you want to do after learning this is probably like go to Disneyland or something. Because I know I have this constant craving to be at Disneyland and just bask in that that uh, that world of that somebody created. That is seems to now be. Uh, I'm not sure if I want to say it's coming to life. There sure is a world that's coming to life that we didn't think was alive, as uh, the as the the little blip civilization of humans here. Uh, we're here with Brenda Scott from Australia, and uh, we're talking about the Webster phenomena. So, um, do do you see these beings, Brenda? Oh yeah, I see them all the time. I, I when I started off, it was. I knew there was something there. However, at the beginning, I couldn't quite uh, distinguish what it was. However, as time has gone past, and obviously I've been taking pictures and that too, like you know, you say, take the picture, look at it, study it, right? Have have it, have a look, see and play with it, and see what you come up. Capture the moment. Yep, and that's exactly what Kodak I did. Kodak moment. And and the thing that I've actually noticed in some of my own pictures is that I've got repeat performers there. I've got some characters that that come back on uh, on a sort of a semi regular basis. So it's actually quite interesting. Um, so you've got frequent fre- frequenters. Yes, yeah, frequent frequenters, especially Henry. <laughs> He's my favorite. So she's name, <coughs> she's naming him. No, no, he named himself. Yeah, see that you know, and and that's that's how it works. It's it sounds like a like you're you're playing in some fantasy world, but that's not the case, man. That's not the case. They they will name themselves because all of a sudden you'll know what its name is, right, Brent? Oh yeah, definitely. Could be anything. And um, also. I'm like I'm not as uh, adept at you as identifying some of the gods and that that are up there. However, I'm learning, yes. and um, I can identify the shapes and I can see them. My only thing is is knowing exactly who they are. That's yes. that's my next step. So, and I think that is just practice, and you know, looking at, again at more and more and comparisons between different. Um, different snaps that you have and just just learning how a particular individual god or character presents itself and knowing that obviously there's going to be a little bit of flexibility in the way they present themselves. Mm -hmm. Or a lot of flexibility. Yeah, well, out of fun, out of interest, out of, you know, just the fact that they need to to move around so much and and then, like you said, they do work with other entities or other beings so they will morph themselves together and present you with a all whole the time. alternative so you know one minute you've got one and next minute you've got 
one huge one, which could actually be six. Six put together to make the one. The one big one. Now you've got the all is. Now you've got the all is one. Yeah. And that's exactly what all is one means, is that exact thing that that all beings can make one being, and and then they can be themselves, separate, and then they can even separate into more, and then more, and then more, and then they can all come back together to be an even bigger being. See how we've failed this example. We as in humanity, man, I sir, I I'm really distancing myself from. <laughs> from humanity. I'm getting so ready familiar. to not say we, them. That just sounds a little too estranged. I'm still on earth. Yeah, it's it, it's this is this is such a heavy duty thing that you just have to take it slow, you guys. And I'm um, more willing to take it slow with you. Uh the the being Now this is where this is where the Harry Potter show is going to come in. And it's going to be a badass show. Everybody should be listening to that. It should be all the hype. Everybody should call in. I'm going to try to get some famous people to call in. Because I have, I know a couple people. We'll see what happens. No promises. You know how those people are. <laughs> now there's really no promises. <laughs> uh, but, uh... Um, it's going to be a great show, and the reason is is because what we are discovering, the Webster phenomena is about the, the elemental being. The elemental being is the one that you're seeing on the sketch that I had you pull up, and then I kind of lost the track of that, but I'm back at it. That first sketch of the, the teddy bear-looking, dolphin face, cool guy, spotty guy, leopardy-looking, and then his his arms can flow across the sky line because that really distance and all that has zero relevance to these beings. Zero relevance. Temperature, zero relevance. Any of the weather. <laughs> they make the weather. They are the weather. So it has zero relevance. The way the sun is, no. They're going to show you where the sun actually is one of these days. I'm not going to sit here and say, ah, oh, the sun's in the atmosphere because that will surely buy me the whack job label. I know where the sun looks like it is and how they're treating it. That's what I know. Where it actually is, out there in space somewhere, you guys. Where everybody says it is. It's where it is. But when these beings are dealing with it, it's in our atmosphere. Right there with the clouds. Just watch it. Take pictures. Look at it. That's all you have to do. It's how I did it. Um, seeing is believing, you guys. When seeing is not believing, let me know. So we've got these beings, and I, I always kind of stop at the arms because the next thing I'm going to say is pretty unfathomable. But you can see that they, instead of five-fingered hands, they have heads. And many times their heads that are on their hands, that are on their arm, end of their arms, look like dragon faces. And I will post uh, one of the... What, uh, a dragon face will be, at least one, will be on the slideshow that you're watching right now. And I'll try to put a couple. As many as I, as I have that are, that are good ones. 
but I have a couple that are just so clear and it was just like, Oh, thank you so much for giving me that picture. Believe me, every time I get these pics, man, I thank them because they're posing. They're not just gallivanting up there, especially a, a year ago right now. Yeah. They're gallivanting because the dam is broken. We're doing it. We're, we're releasing the, the never released knowledge. Have you ever heard this stuff before? Never from anybody, not on YouTube. Some people are hitting on, oh, what's in the sky? It's alive. What is it? Nobody's saying ancient gods got the Uraeus, all-seeing eye, we're the illuminated. What you got? This is real shit. And um, it's happening to us, and we're not afraid to say it. I'm, I'm tired of this, this whole world of people being afraid because somebody else is going to say something, blah, 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 blah. Go ahead, say it. I have enough proof and enough confidence in myself, and Brenda does too, that you can say whatever you want, and we'll be glad to to converse, communicate about this, and uh, get you to see the truth um, if you're capable of it. That's pretty much it. So these beings are, this is where dragons came from. It's the reason why the dragon body is always in question because there isn't a dragon body. The dragon body is the arm of the elemental. So whenever you see a dragon um, drawn or in a movie, the you the face is always very, always the same, uh, and the body is always questionable as to what it's going to be and how they depict it, how it is depicted. Um, which is a very interesting thing. Um, Harry Potter, the the whole thing about dragons, and uh, let's see, what's the other, uh, the Hobbit? Yeah, great. What the? I oh, love that dragon. What's his name? Schmog. Oh, love that dragon. Love, love that dragon. That is a real dragon face right there. Uh, fire breathers. Yes, they breathe fire. Um, they do. They eat. With their with these hands, that I cannot tell you. I do not know. My guess is yes. They've got some pretty fearsome teeth. So my guess would be yes. To make them look a little crazier and blend in, they've got a little sprout sometimes on top of their head, which will, is the beginning of the dragon flaps. But it'll be that sprout, and that's that's kind of the one of the Anu, one of the Anu looks, of the. Uh, that's what I call them, the Anu looks. It, it ends up being the elemental being. Anu is up there as well, the alligator being. But we'll talk about him later. Right now we're talking about the elemental. This is the Webster Phenomena being. TWP. Just You guys just really have to get this instilled in your head. This is, this is what is going to all of a sudden be in your face. And if you know what it is... It's a lot better to deal with than if you don't know what it is. You get me? That's why I'm pushing this so much that it's it's that important. It can make that much of a difference where people can either be like, oh, that's what, here comes the Webster phenomena being. Look, it's in the sky. Look, it just got solid and it's it's cruising really low. <laughs> Man, that's pretty scary. Now, just imagine if you didn't know about it. That's all you would hear. That's all you are going to hear. 
when these guys decide to pop out. They're getting more and more solid. They are going to pop out. It's in the Bible. It's in the Hopi. It's, you know, it's all, it's all written in different forms that there's going to be something that comes on earth that is unprecedented. And that's this being. It's the elemental that's been doing everything for you in the background and fixing all of your, all of humanity's fuck ups. Like all this frack, what is it? Fracking? Hmm. I don't know. I start, try to stay away from that because it's, and when I get into that kind of stuff, I get so pissed. What? It's, it's such a big thing and it just leads you down all sorts of places. Yeah. Like really negative places. And you always end up like with Halliburton and just all these people that these, these web, um, not web, uh, that these, uh, these YouTube videos talk, you know, they, they, it all goes into the conspiracy thing and that they're going to create earthquakes and man, it's just bad news. And just to tell you the truth, the elementals are watching the, all of this very closely. They let humanity get their spanking from what they do. They're going to let them. I'm trying to get that to be avoided for some of the people that it wasn't their fault. Let's put it that way. So if you're not, if it wasn't your fault that all of this crap happened and you actually love earth and love nature and love animals and and are part of it, part of this scenario and keeping it moving forward, then there's a shot for you. If you're not part of that and you don't give a fuck and you all you want to do is just continue to worry about making money, 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 I don't see all of that uh, as appropriate. Um, I don't know. I got lost in that, Bren. <laughs> Went down that hole. The freaking hole that we just talked about. I went down it. (laughs) You watched me. You didn't even throw me a freaking rope. (laughs) I wasn't going to show where you were going. Okay, Brenda has a way of doing this, folks. Here's what she does. No, I just let it She's like, hey, it's like Thelma and Louise. Okay? (laughs) She's like holding my hand. She's like, okay, we're going to go. See the cliff? All right, we're both going to go. Okay? Okay? All right, ready? Let's go. Okay, ready? One, two, let's go. Go. Come on. Come on. Well, I don't want to go. And then I'm like already falling like the, ro- like the you know, like the coyote. And I'm like, what did you do? Looking backwards. <laughs> and she's like at the top like, me, me. My favorite character. God. I'm the little poof down there. Poof. But of course, I'll be back in the next scene. So no worries. Hey, That's what the cool thing about having the Uraeus. You're immortal. <laughs> you just keep coming back. Over and over. Um, You guys can study the being. If you have any questions about this being, my suggestion is to take this sketch and the one below it, too. Now, the one of the being on my head, um, that's kind of how he's sitting to do the Uraeus, and we'll talk about that next week. Uh, That'll be in next week's lesson, Chill Den. The um, picture that's below... And it's kind of the guy doing the little football pose with a crown on. Um, or it's a, a, some kind of a fin or something on his head. Uh, this is the elemental 
and it actually matches almost verbatim uh, a lot of the uh, beings that were depicted on the Sumerian clay tablets and uh, with the clamper hands and um, where did I get this sketch? How did I come up with this? Uh, was I just copying a um, Sumerian tablet? No, I wasn't. Where I got this sketch was somebody sent me a, a picture that they thought was very interesting. Well, it ended up being very interesting. Uh, it was this being standing on top of a, a cloud chariot, um, which they have a few different ones that you can ride kind of like a scooter or a skateboard um, in the sky. And this guy, and I have the original, and it's in my gallery on the website, thewebsterphenomena.com. And you can find him in the gallery uh, as the the original. And then I have the actual original original that I that has no working to it at all. It's just straight the one that the person sent me. And I think it was from New Jersey or something. Um, but awesome stuff. I mean, this being is in the clouds. It is the clouds. And you'll see that. Take some pictures and look at the clouds. Uh, especially a partly cloudy day. Best way to do it. Look at the separated clouds. The parts that are the separations. Um, the individual clouds. Look at how it could be one of these beings with its arms. You know. Stretch Armstrong to cross the sky or whatever. Also realize you're looking at all of this through an obscured glass it's obscured it's like a frosted obscured glass so you're kind of seeing everything sideways as if it's two-dimensional on a screen and you're seeing the screen sideways that's a good way to to describe it and sometimes it's slanted see this all-seeing eye this is part of it it corrects all this for you i see them normal but then when I, but then i kind of take that sight off and I can see how you see it. It's it's slanted and off a little bit. My brain is putting it in the right places. So I think that's that's where that's the levels that people need to be trying to achieve is where everything is put into the right spot. Now it's always been said that the brain is is trying to fill the gaps. Well, it is filling the gaps for you. It's not trying to with useless, frivolous stuff. It's filling the freaking gaps with all the right stuff, with what's there. It's just then, you're, then your critical mind is going, nope, not there. No, no, nope. They say no. Nope. Someone said nope. And they, these are the layers. These, these no layers are the ones that we're peeling off. Right, Bren? That's right. Got to peel his nose off. <laughs> no, I yeah. think it's just people are so, uh, you know, in their lives, they're just taught, of course, hand-me-down information. You know, it's not this, it can't be that, it shouldn't be this, you should do that. And it's conditioning. That's all it is. It's just conditioning. And if you can sit down long enough, open your mind up enough to remove conditioning, and this is not just for seeing the Webster phenomena. This is for all things in your life. 
remove the conditioning. You know, this is, you know, what people tell you you should do or should think of yourself or should be doing, you know, why you can't stand still for five minutes without someone thinking you're lazy or, you know, this is all about judgment and removing those things and just letting your mind open up. And once you do that and you let that that um, that out, you will actually find that these this growth comes into your mind and you're allowed to see things that you would never have actually experienced before because you've taken the conditioning away. Yeah, and it's really an inherited conditioning down so many, I mean, so many generations. I, th- I think that's practically where I was lucky too. Um, I, I can't really remember a time where my my mother or, you know, not so much my dad because he wasn't around, more my mum, uh, never really, and even my grandparents who I was partially raised by, they never ever said to me, oh, no, that's not true or, you know, you can't can't do that, you know. Even though I was sort of a, a loner child, I, I didn't have that. And I think that just let me grow slowly on my own and that's why I'm where I am because I didn't have that that judgment set upon me where I, I wasn't allowed to think a certain way. Hmm. And and I too had that same, you know, openness in my uh uh you know, just in my experience of growing up. Nobody was telling me, you know, like, no, there's no such thing as ghosts or in in fact it was the opposite. It was like, hey, let's check out this Ouija board and you know, it, it was more ex- exploration stuff. Uh there there was never like my parents telling me telling me no you know they were pretty pretty logical but but you know my mom was the first one to turn me on to like Shirley MacLaine and out on a limb is where really all my whole path started back when I was 19 mm. with uh, Shirley MacLaine my mom sent me handed me the videotape along with a bunch of uh, taped uh, episodes of the Cosby's which was our favorite show yeah, it's a great show in that day. And, um, <clears throat> you know, and then Shirley MacLaine, I'm like, what? I don't want to watch this. Well, she turns out to be one of my favorite people. However, she's one of the first first real sort of um, that I recognized, you know, movie stars that actually speaks her truth. She's never backed down. Yeah. She never backed down from what she saw what she's, you know, what she's said. She's never backed away from it. She's just said it. Hey, she would be. Regardless of what people have thought, she has said it and said it again. And people can come back with, oh, you know, the old bat's crazy or whatever. But the truth is she speaks her truth and she knows very well. And as you and I know now, she's exactly right. Yeah. uh, My question is, does she speak her truth or does she see truth when it's spoken as well? I think she'd have both. I, I, I honestly do because she just... It'd be interesting to hit her up. Yeah. And and to say, hey, look, we've taken, you know, we've taken what your teachings 30 years ago, 35 years ago, um, into, you know, we, we did it. We did what you... what. This is why you wrote that book. 
when she wrote uh, Out on a Limb and Dancing in the Light. It was about her experience of awakening. And my guess is that she didn't awaken to... the She awakened to quite a bit, man, knowing that, you know, just... Unheard of at the time, yeah. That, yeah, that... Uh, and people were just, you know, her... Um, just to give you some perspective, her brother is Warren Beatty. And um, he was, you know, he was huge at the time. So that was quite a while ago. Um, but that, so she was battling that too, being an actress, having to, you know, keep her, she wanted to work. So she didn't want to be too way out there. Her brother, she had to be careful of that too. She just had a lot of stuff. Mm, and, um, Anyway, she's an awesome woman. and. Uh, However, you notice even in between all that, she still spoke her truth? Yeah. She still I mean, managed yeah. to, to say what she needed to say and, and, and yeah. stuck to her beliefs even amongst all that. Yeah, it, for sure. And that's when it um, comes down to it's it's not a belief system. It's a knowledge system. Mm. You can't have that kind of you can't deal you can't uh, operate with that kind of power and confidence with with a belief system Mm. unless you have a different motive other than the end result being the belief being the result of the belief you want to make money probably then you can work it (laughs) (laughs) now if you if, if you know like her she knew because it was proven to her and then she wrote all those she wrote the books did the movie the movie's great too uh, it was a three-day, it was like a three-night miniseries, and um, it, was, it was just amazing. So, everybody should go out and uh, read Shirley MacLaine out on a limb, and uh, if you can find the miniseries somewhere, watch it. It's really good, and there's some good actors in it. Uh, and so let's let's talk about. Uh, where you can find this being. You can find this being in the clouds. Oh, wow. As the clouds. So you're going to see the, the clouds, this being kind of, you know, as more puffy than what you're seeing in the sketch. He's going to look like that with cloud on him. Look for their eyes. One of the main things. You see two eye holes in every single cloud in the sky. Ah, that's normal. There's always holes in clouds. Wait, what? Since when? Since there's been chemtrails. Yeah. Since before that? No. Not noticeable enough to notice. And man, I was always a kid that was looking at the sky. Always. I used to sit there with a friend of mine. And all we would do is look at the freaking sky and the clouds. That's all we would do. Just to look at clouds. I mean, this was years and years ago. And did it every day, like for a whole summer. Just laid in a in a field and looked at clouds. Um, that was awesome. But look at the look for the two eyes. When they get really prominent, because once you start looking at them, and you're like, "Yep, I see you." Guess what they do? I see you too. And then they start coming. They start coming to life because you're acknowledging them, and they're like, "Oh, this is what I want." Why do you think I get these crazy pictures, people? Why do you think I have a picture of Horace popped up? Oh man, the, I got to tell the story someday of the of the day that Horace popped up next to me and me and my friend sitting in a car 
all of a sudden I looked over past my friend. I was talking to him and I looked past him and Horace is like in the sky, just right on the other side of him. I couldn't believe it. I jumped. It was astonishing. And then I started taking pictures. It was one of my best pictures is a picture of Horace. So I know exactly what Horace looks like. You do too. If you look, that's what I don't understand. Why aren't people looking? I'm saying that I have the discovery matches ancient art and I show all kinds of matches mm. where where's the where's the next thing where it's like hey someone hit me up like hey can I can I see the original can we work on that can we it's like I'm showing you what Horace looks like not an Egyptian wall carving I'm showing you what Horace actually looks like so there's ancient god number one for you Horus which we can also call Horus Ra is that correct yes that's right yeah <clears throat> so that's the that's the hawk headed being well he doesn't exactly the falcon I think we're saying falcon or hawk either or mm. uh, he doesn't exactly look like that now we're talking about his cloud form the other day I caught a picture of Kanum. Remember that, that picture of Kanum, like docking his, his boat up there? Yeah. And he's turned away from the camera, but it's clearly Kanum. You can't get any more Kanumi than that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he looks like he's in his he's he looks like a dude like like Biff and his convertible. Sorry, Kanum, but this is I have to it's funny for humans. Um you know, he looks like Biff in his convertible, like, hurry up! Fill it up with Ethel! <laughs> Ethel. <laughs> Fill it up with premium! Hurry up! It's just funny. I know that he's not yelling and stuff, but it, it is hilarious that he's sitting there and he's a he is a bulky, you know, uh, like a bull really kind of he looks like a bull um do you know what kanum is supposed to actually be what animal he's uh depicted as a ram isn't he with his he's, he's got the the twisted horns Curl, yeah but he has the straight his horns are straight though yeah, they're straight so, out the side but they're also yeah. twisted as in not around in circles but yeah what animal does that the new um, the new, yeah, I think he's supposed yes. to be a new. Yeah. Um, anyway, he very well, he probably is a new and then probably brought all of the, his kind is probably all of those cool animals like the leopard, the new, the, you know what I mean? The llama, all those kind of animals in that category. And those animals are a little strange on their own. They're sort of, you're not quite sure whether they're, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, like sheep-like or ram-like, or right. whether they're actually more cow-like or bovine-like. They're sort of well. Look at deer. Sort of yeah, they're sort of a cross. Look at deer. How weird they they are when they run. How light they are. They almost fly or float like fairies. Mm. Man, people, you got to start looking. Call it. Hey, but, but if you look at their face, call it what it is. Cows, they got a face like a bit like a cow. Absolutely. So, so that's so why I'm saying that Kanum like brought blend. that whole scenario. Mm. 
Hmm. Wouldn't you say? Wouldn't you think? I'd say so. Hmm. Just like you know the the whatever race that the uh, in the universe that uh, the the Chinese race on this uh, Earth came from. You know, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Just uh, this is this is a melting pot. Uh, and Kanum um, is present. We've spotted Kanum a couple times, but this time it was pretty much like, oh yeah, hands down. We got com- if I confirm it, and then I pass it by Bryn. If she feels that it doesn't hold enough, she's just not confident with it. And um, you know, she knows that if she confirms it, then I'm like putting it on blast. <laughs> so she'll she'll put the brakes on, and if it. If um, I'm if I'm seeing something, if I just look, I'm just looking way too close to it, and you know she's just like, man, you know, I know it's there, but you know, the nobody normal with normal sight is gonna see that any different than what they see, and she's right. So I'm glad to have that filter there. Um, thank you for that, Bryn. You know, it's a lot way down here. On the Webster Phenomena. That's why I stick with talking. Okay. um, So you can find this being anywhere, you guys. Anywhere. Take pictures. If you care about this and you want to find the being. And this is the coolest shit. Because you can actually do this. And if I would have ever heard about this at any point, I would have been like, you're freaking kidding me. Oh, give me a camera. And I would have done it until I found the being. It's like Loch Ness or Bigfoot, but nobody gives a fuck about the elemental. And you know what? The elemental's not real happy about that, if you noticed all the weather. Um, but they're not just up in the clouds, though. This is the whole... No. They're, they're, they're in every... Everywhere. Every every part of nature. So it's not just up in the sky. It's in the trees. It's on the ground. It's in the rocks. It's in the volcanoes and the lightning. Right. And the, it's It's in everything. Right. And just like uh, Brenda explained earlier that they're, that they're all is one, that you may see a big one, but it's going to be a bunch of little ones. Guaranteed. What's another place where I've seen it prominently? In rocks, you guys. Um, I've, you know, touted that I can make them, I can pull them out of rocks. Uh, they do tend to perk up to me because of, uh, they know that I have some I have some kind of energy signature that I've been given where they, all this stuff perks up to me. And I would love to have people with me, along with me, you know. God, we could do tours where people would trip on what these mountains do when I drive by them. They, they open their eyes, and I see eyes on the mountains. So, yes, I'm saying that the mountains are beings. Uh, it's uh, You can see in prophecies where it says that the mountains will... We'll get up and move and not not one mountain will be in the place that it was before. Well, let's see. How could that happen? Um, I guess the mountain would have to be a, an alive being or there'd have to be a ridiculous earthquake that would move a mountain. That's That would just be... A very scary thought. <laughs> terrific. Uh, so you can find these guys in rocks. And if you look at rocks, if you get... If you polish some rocks and you don't even have to polish them, 
you can just go rock hunting and it's so fun to rock hunt because once you start looking at rocks they're badass they're amazing then if you start taking some really close pictures of them clean them off take some close pictures work the picture like i've tell like i'm telling everybody to do for a year work the picture you will see the universe you guys you will see the universe and why our universe looks the way it does and how our universe could easily be solid and look like it's not. So, pretty interesting stuff. I, th uh, I think, too, um, if people want to start looking for uh, these beings or the elementals in yeah. rocks, I've personally found that... Um, clear crystals so you know you've got your either or your rose quartz or your amethyst crystal or your clear crystal that um a lot of people who are into new age stuff will use for crystals for healing or for whatever a lot of these uh crystals when you actually buy them if you look into the crystal you will actually see a little fetish or a little elemental inside the crystal and, I mean, I've had occurrence of that in several crystals that I've bought. I've actually held them up to the light because I, I feel my stones when I buy them they, or they, they attract themselves to me. And um, I've actually got one, one elemental that presented himself in a clear quartz crystal as Santa. <laughs> and um, that was actually quite funny. So it's, that's a way to go looking for them too. So fuck, Santa's frozen in a fucking crystal and, and you have it? I have it. Well, let that guy go, man. We all need some presents here. <coughs> that's where he stays until Christmas. I can never find that, that crystal at Christmas time. That's, maybe that's the proverbial North Pole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Anything's possible, you guys. Um, you'd be surprised what will end up in, in our hands, too, and on our heads. Uh, it's pretty crazy. Next week, we're going to talk about what's on at least my head and we're investigating Brenda. It's not the easiest thing to do when we're half a globe away. Uh, but we're, we are investigating, uh, her head as well to see if she's got a Uraeus. Um, we know she's already harvest. Uh, we're wondering what, at what level her, and it's all going to be based on her sight. So, um, you know, her, her perspective is there. Uh, and a lot of it's been clicked in since we met, um, I know, I know it has that, that it's made a difference. Uh, you know, just like I said, how she's made a difference to the Webster phenomena, that the Webster phenomena has made a difference to her, her graduation level. And that's where we want to, uh, bring people who are right there on that cusp into this, uh, new reality. Honestly, the people that are standing off in the nosebleed section, I just, it, that's for other people to worry about. I can't, I care about you, but I can't worry. I can't worry to, you'll never reach my hand. You know what I mean? You might reach an elemental's hand because I got a Stretch Armstrong thing. Not me. I'm, I'm working on the people that are, that have put the work in this lifetime and however many lifetimes they've decided to be here or wherever to come up to this point of graduation. It's a very important time and everybody's taking it like it's just, I, it, it's, it's honestly sitting back watching people 
watching a spaceship cruise right over their head. And they just go about their day ordering their food or or walking along with their baby. or And I just look at them and just go, man, can you imagine what goes through my head, you guys? Yeah, I know that's a that's something that that's hard to even crawl into that position, but please do, please do. I I ask you to, I welcome it. Crawl into my head. What do you think I'm feeling and thinking when I'm looking at humanity right now? After what I know, it's I'll tell you what the feeling is. The main feeling, ninety percent sadness. Nothing but sadness, man sucks um and it's only because people just and and it's not like i want everyone to jump up and go oh fuck i see him because that'll create melee too and i'm not trying to do that i'm soft disclosure here take pictures of everything this is what i've seen you just want to look for the form you're not looking for a little guy to be moving around in real time getting ready to greet you with two dragon hands or blow fire on your ass that's not what's going to happen they they move at all different speeds depends on what they're doing if they're in fire they're moving at light speed think about it they're in fire so they're moving like if you can catch them in a picture you have to take probably you have to wrap off two or three hundred pictures and you'll catch one but you will I did it I have it. I'm going to do it again. I haven't even begun to research fire yet. I would love to have some colleagues come aboard that just do that for me, for the Webster phenomena, for humanity. It's not for me. It's not like I'm, you know, thank you for that job you did for me. Now I know about that. <laughs> no, it's this is not for me. Uh, so researching fire uh do it you'll see the little green guys popping out of the uh the orange fire what green yes folks green look for the clamper hands they have clamper hands so what i want you to do now is i want you to go to uh okay you're going to go to the webster phenomena thing let's see i want to go to the ancient proof so below the sketches Durr. Okay, so you see that, and you guys, look at this page. This is 4,000-year-old writings and stuff. Why do these pictures have lots of the tendencies and characteristics that are in the beings that I am catching and sketching and anything else that rhymes with etching man i was trying to pull one out i just couldn't fetching just didn't sound right no well it is etching whichever way you it got. is <laughs> that is true it's etching they're etching all over everybody's like going through in their mind like let's see watching etching, 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 etching. dang it anyway uh Matching let's look at <laughs> let's what was that Brent? Matching etchings, but hey. <laughs> <laughs> let's 
Let's take a look at the at the Anu being, which is the reptilian looking guy who's got the real broad shoulders. Uh and the that serpent head who it looks like he's holding in his in one of his hands. Well, that's his arm going into his that's his arm and then a serpent head on the end of his arm. So this is the Anu being. Now, if you go to my image gallery, and I'm going to put all this stuff. You know what? I'm going to put all of this on the slideshow, so you're going to see it all. So don't even worry about where it's at. Just look on the slideshow. But go to the website, too. This stuff is, it's, I, I'm putting this together for you. It took me a long time to figure out what it would take, what I needed to correlate without it being too messy just some straight across stuff it's still uh complicated but not too complicated for people people can handle this website no this is what i was saying before about the fact that you've done all the work really and people really just need to look and open up their mind i mean the work has been done for them they don't yeah, they think. don't have to do anything other than look and accept and just open up the mind and say, okay, looking at this and, and, and start to absorb because all the rest has been done. They're not the ones hunting for the images. They're not the ones drawing the comparisons. They can see it's there. And then if they get more curious or want to know more, they're welcome to go on a, on a journey in a search and, and prove it to themselves that you're right. That's awesome. That is the, that is the truth. Uh, so go on that journey, you guys, and, um, you know, hit us up and let us know, you know, what you found. We'd like to hear some success stories. We'd like to hear actually from, you know, more than crickets. Yeah. Well, you Gemini's all good and shit, but yeah, you've given them the starting point. So they already know where to start. Unlike us who had to start with a word somewhere yeah. or um you know a, a dream image or something and you a trail what the heck was that well yeah that's uh, like the hansel and gretel you know how they left breadcrumbs yeah well that's what i got the breadcrumbs so i had to sign off because i could hear um let's just say i was hearing music but not music as in like music you would play <laughs> I was I have my headphones on right so I can't hear much outside noise and I actually had to take them off to check that what I was hearing wasn't on the outside so I had these I had the headphones on my head and it's the music that I was hearing is not music from like what you would play music I was hearing almost like for want a better word hymn like music it was very strange. And I'm sure that it was really, really faint, like as if it was on the wind somewhere in the distance. Do you know what I mean? And I actually had to take my headphones off and I'm listening around the house thinking, where's this noise coming from? And it was nothing. But when I put the headphones back on, I could hear it again. And it was just very, like I said, what you would hear if you were listening to hymn-like music but from far, far away. It was actually really quite weird. Well, there you go, folks. That's the kind of stuff that happens. 
to us mm. all the time. That was just, you just know? quite bizarre. <laughs> it's, it's sweet. Um, <clears throat> and right now, I, I wouldn't be surprised to be hearing this type of uh, music because, uh, you know, it, there's one thing that's been lacking in this whole entire scenario, and that is uh, the audio. Did somebody hit the mute button? You know, when does the audio start? That's what's kind of weird about this whole scenario is that where's the audio? You know what I'm saying, Bren? Mm. You know, the these beings are supposedly have, they sound like, uh, they they sound like whales because they're actually swimming around out there in water. The bodies that they show with the human body, you know, and the animal head, um, we're not seeing those bodies up there. We're seeing them as animals, actually, as as uh, humanoid animals, but not with the, the human body. So I think there's something that's missing with the depiction of the gods uh, in Egypt so many times with human bodies and animal heads, I think there's something missing there that hasn't been looked at because the gods have always been looked at something that's as something that's etheric and never being here, never really being here on earth from, from this society's point of view that, that researchers, do you think that researchers, and this would be a great thing to a great, uh, um, quick interview, you know, not a two hour guest, but like a 15 minute guest, you know, and that would be a great show to have some, some like 15, 20 minute guests lined up. So it doesn't get boring. And it's like, yeah, ho hum, your book, your book, your book, but really have some people, some archeologists and see what these people are thinking when they're doing their research. Are you thinking that the God was here because it shows the God it, well, does it show the God here or does it show humans elsewhere? I guess that's a good question too. Yeah, I, I think the, the conditioning of even, you know, Egyptologists or archaeologists or anyone in that field, I think their conditioning is purely from the now perspective. So they're looking at it and saying, oh, this is just a depiction of how they viewed the deities up wherever. I right. do not believe that they have actually considered the fact that they are actually here. I, I think they all just run along the same track saying, oh, you know, they were just their imagination or that's how they were depicted, how they dreamed that they were up wherever they were. I, I, I don't think they've, they've actually sat down and thought, is there a distinct possibility they could really have been here? You know, can we go that way and start looking at the possibility of that being so? They just haven't done that. Yeah. And there's another block. Just to remind you guys, uh, coming up is going to be a Harry Potter show. I think it's the 29th. It's not this coming. It's this Monday, and then, then there's a, the next show, and then it's going to be the show after that. So it's two shows away. Um, the next show is going to be about the Uraeus, which is going to be just as inter interesting. But the Harry Potter show we're going to do live. And we're going to take callers and do all that fun stuff, and hopefully it all works out. <laughs> not a disaster 
it's going to be interesting since our first one to do that. And I'm guessing Harry Potter is going to be pretty popular. Hmm. Uh, the the great thing about the people that follow Harry Potter is that it, that whole idea of that scenario is very, very real. And, uh, you know, you guys have just, uh, everyone's been in Muggle Town. You know, basically the rest of the world <coughs> is all muggles. And uh, we and we've been living in that world. And that's exactly what Harry Potter was designed to show you is the perspective of the other side. So you can feel it there so you can connect with it. And then you can pull yourself to it. Um, I personally didn't start watching Harry Potter until uh, about six months ago is when I first watched it ever. And I was just in love with it i thought it was the best thing that uh, i've ever seen next to like supernatural which is the greatest tv show ever so so let's go back to the beings um and you know fun oddly enough we're gonna have to wrap the show up uh you guys look the pattern it's not the that you're looking for the spotted little guy that's going to be doing circus tricks for you okay you're looking for this pattern big tiny everywhere it runs the show this pattern it's this reptilian pattern that has the the clamper uh dragon head hands it's not always a dragon head a lot of times it's a serpent notice there's two serpents and then there's a ball to make the caduceus notice that there's two wings and then there's a ball there's a globe it's the blank because they didn't want to tell you it was always been X'd out of history. Always. Why? Because it's the Webster phenomenon and it was it had to come out now, not way back then. Then then what was the mystery of God gonna be? Someone was gonna find it if this being it was in one place, you guys. One place. It was shown to you in one place. One place. Does anybody know where it was? I've had the steel of reveal steel of revealing up on my i've posted it and said i'm gonna i'm going to i've discovered who this being is right here and then and i'm gonna tell you who it is and and then i get i get these comments like oh hey newsflash it's nut and jeb look a little harder (laughs) <laughs> it's like uh oh man that's like you know yeah yeah just, okay now we then we graduate to first grade <laughs> you know come on man do i really seem like i'm that like i'm the normal derp that you run into every day on the internet or youtube no i'm not i have a freaking iq that would blow your freaking mind but that's beside the point the iq doesn't even matter but it did help with being a very aware person. By the way, most people that say they're psychic, they're just hyper attentive. People like Bren are the are the ones who go beyond that. They are hyper attentive and then more because they're they're paying attention to the etheric. That's all it is. They're just paying attention to what's there. It's it's not like it's not like somebody handed them a freaking a golden egg here you're the one that has this no she's worked on it man what it takes now this this realm has 
has doused that in a huge way. Man, from the witch hunts to just everything when it comes to magic. Even the advent of magicians throws magic out the window for the regular person, for it to be part of actual life, you know. Oh, today I'd like to, you know, find love. You know, you'd think, oh, everyone's going to use that. No, because once you can find it, once you can have help finding it and know that it's just your intention to find pure love, that you'll decide when it's right for you and you maybe you won't want it all the time because it's not right for you at that moment. It's like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use it to get sex all the time. Same thing. Once you can have it all the time, you back off of it a little bit. and It's just everything's kind of in... Uh, um, moderation, you know? It's naturally moderate. It's just the way it works. But we're so, un- we're so unbalanced and imbalanced society that everybody always needs something. Oh, there's the E word again. Sorry, you guys. <laughs> People always need something. You know, I'm no different, you guys. Same way. I've lived it. You gotta have something. You know? Just hope it's it's something on the on the better side <laughs> and it's not some crazy crappy drug or something that you get hooked to that brings you your that feeling that brings you the closest to what you think is 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 the all but what it, what it really is it's knowing all this information and you know however you get there you get there the webster phenomenon is the framework for it so when you're talking to somebody you can go hey Heard about the Webster phenomena? Now imagine it if that Webster phenomena wasn't there. Hey, heard about that guy that sees the clouds and their face uh, ripped? Yeah, never mind. Let's go get an ice cream. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, the other places where you can see this. We talked about uh, just so everybody see- knows, it's just it's this pattern of this reptilian and you might see the hand way bigger than the actual being's face. Well, I think a good one the, for that is the aurora, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Northern lights, everybody. Yeah. That's, that's I've got a, quite a few pictures on the website. Um, do you see the Northern lights from at any point? Uh, well, I guess you'd be seeing them right now, wouldn't you? Since it's winter. No, we, we would see the Southern lights. However, not Oh, yeah, that's right. No, that's further south again. That would be further down, probably in southern Tasmania and possibly in uh-huh. some parts of maybe South Australia and Antarctica they see it. Um, it doesn't come as far north as I am. So, And I'm, in, I'm pretty much in the southern as you can get in Australia besides Tasmania. But, um, yeah, we don't see Oh, wow. Okay, so you're a little closer to the equator than the no, no, no. I'm further south, but my I come from the equator side, but we're right down down south of in like the southern part of Australia and the on the east coast. However, Mm -hmm. we don't see them. We do not see them. Hmm. That's more interesting. Well, those south again, those lights are are different in the way of the flow of the electromagnetic energy. At north, it's hit. It, they're hitting it with a. It's hitting it with a brunt, mm. like with the headwind, you know. And the, I forget what the other one's called. Uh, 
I'm not sure if it's something Borealis or if it's Aurora. You've got the Aurora Borealis, which is the Northern Lights, and you've got the Aurora yeah. Australis, which is the, the Southern Lights. Australis, yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Okay. Um, but that is a good place to watch the extraterrestrial elemental beings, which you can really see how reptilian they are uh, in the Northern Lights. And they just dance in front of... Uh, kind of a fun house mirror for you and it's very they're very obscured but man sometimes some of the pictures that people have i mean people just take video and then pull pictures off of them off of the frames it's a great way to do it uh that's how you would get really good lightning pictures and um the the uh when when they when they pull these pictures off it's it's uh it's off the hook, man. You know? What have you seen, Bren? In in the Aurora pictures? Yeah. Yeah, well I've seen a lot actually with the like I've seen a lot of the like you said, the long arm you know, the stretch armstrong type arms uh moving around and just sort of whipping across the sky. However I've And they always have that Kermit kind of that Kermit the frog <laughs> mouth. Right? Yeah. Isn't that a good way to do it? Like the Muppet look is a good way to describe the the way the mouth comes across. Yeah. However, the other thing I did notice in uh, especially a series of pictures that um, you put on your website at one stage there um, was where the aurora being in the sky was reflected across water. Yes. And I noticed that the image in the water was... Different. different yeah it was different from what was up there and you could actually yes. see even more in the water besides what was reflected in from the sky which was, was yeah. totally um was was actually really awesome actually to actually look at the picture and say oh there's actually more in there than you thought you were actually looking at now another thing you guys need to think about when you're looking at the sky is the aquarium look now remember, we talked about last week about how the the waters were split. Now look up at the sky at all times a day. It is an aquarium. Where the wall of it is, I don't know. But it's up there. It's getting closer and closer to the ground. This is the heaven coming to earth. Think about it. And then there's a deluge because the heaven is water. These beings are aquatic in a way. Now, when they come, when the gods come to Earth, are they going to need to acquire somebody's body to put their head on, so they can do their thing? I would think, yeah. Um, lightning. Look at lightning pictures. Uh, reflections in water. We said that the aurora borealis. Uh, check out Google Maps. Don't spend your life on Google Maps. You know, better than YouTube, but not better than living your life. Um, but do. Check it out uh, on my website. I have, you just have to go to every tab and look through everything. It's worth it, man. This is priceless info. Other websites, no, not worth your time. This one, yes, is. Um, I was, I tried to charge money for it. You know what? I don't even care anymore. Someone's going to come along and fund our research and this thing's going to take off because it deserves it. That's why. Because we're this is real. It's out of it's thinking way outside of the box, and it's why it hasn't happened yet. Because it's a very th it's a careful society right now. 
careful as to where you put your money, where you put your mouth, where you put your reputation. It's very careful. So uh, it'll all happen. We we believe in um, in what we know. So you guys look at the mountains. Look at the mountains. Look at how they look like. Look at what they look like to you. Okay? Accept what you're seeing. Now that you've heard this, you've heard my voice say this to you, you will see differently. For sure. If you've listened to this much of the podcast, you deserve to see differently. <laughs> because I feel that I've been a little bit slow, but I've, I'm trying to give this to you in a calm manner. So I had like, I drank a bottle and half a wine. No. <laughs> um, but check out, uh, I've got some satellite photos as well, satellite weather photos on my website. Everybody needs to check out. They found a face on it and they even, um, they tweeted it that they found a face on it that you could see from space. I've got tons of pictures uh, of anything you could want to see to prove to yourself. And then go take your own. Check out the steel of reveal. Steel of revealing. I didn't tell you there's a there's a there's a being at the very top. Some of the steels, the replicas don't have it. They left it off. Hmm. Curious. That's not proper to duplicate a, a ancient tablet without every single thing on it. Wouldn't would it be, Brenda? No, that's that's what you'd think. However, you know, whoever people when they decide to duplicate things, they duplicate according to their own uh, way they see it instead of doing it exactly as what they see. So why they chose to actually leave that off the top is anyone's guess, you know. Yep. All of this goes way back, way back. Um, you know, the, when, when humanity really started getting screwed, Besides the, well, it was, you know, the church, the Catholic church or Christian, whatever. You know, when alchemy was lost, magic was lost, and any form of magic was really lost, kind of stuck in the corners of the earth, and then, you know, it start, it would get abolished whenever it popped its head out. And then science took over, and once science took over, that was that, because, man, if you couldn't prove it scientifically, it's nothing. That's why the Webster phenomena, that's still happening today. Even though seeing is believing, oh, what what took care of that? Freaking Photoshop. Soon as Photoshop came out, and everybody was used that as a catch, like, oh, it's photoshopped. Guess what? Now everybody thinks I photoshopped it, even though I say I I I swear that I didn't photoshop it. No, it doesn't matter. Then you used another program. <laughs> no, I didn't do any of that. I used some you know online programs for the first stuff that was just tr changing the brightness and the color i didn't add or subtract anything it's ridiculous i'm not an artist like that i'm a musician you guys i don't care about fooling people i've been fooled enough in my life i don't would never want anybody to be fooled but there's one thing i'm not going to be in this scenario i'm not going to be the fool been there done that got the t-shirt not going back I'm going forward with all this. And uh, cuz I know it's right. Brenda knows it's right. That's why she's jumped on board. She's a very intelligent woman. And uh and on top of it a uh 
and has an amazing uh, talent for being perceptive of a of what she can what she's able to do. Uh, so you guys, if you have any questions, we have to end the show because it's already running over again. Um, if you have any questions at all, hit us up. Um, the beings we have, it's all on the website. Really, I can just come on this podcast and go, okay, look at the website, look at the website. But we talked about it. We talked about where you can see these beings, um, where you can find them, which is anywhere. Guys, you can even find them on your skin. Anywhere. They're everywhere. This pattern. It's the pattern. It's the mystery of God. Because this will be the holographic pattern that is in everything. On everything. Creates everything. Why isn't it found scientifically? I really don't know. Maybe it has been found 20 times. 200 times and it just got thrown in the trash like nope you're not coming out with this in my in my laboratory you want a job here shut up oh yeah you bet you're shut up because you're making 100 grand a year doing your research you know what i'm saying you're like yeah i'm not gonna say nothing and the people in in nasa as soon as they start seeing this you know where they're at now they're in area 51 or dolce probably where i'm headed Check out the serpents in the Bible, uh, in Chinese, Japanese, Aztec, Mayan. Across the board, you guys, serpents everywhere. Serpents, serpents everywhere. Um, it's, the, it's time to know who we are and what runs this reality. And it's going to end up being the serpent, which Egypt told us. Anyway, we're going to find out now. Uh, Bren... It's been amazing having you today. Thank you so much for being here and putting up with me again. I enjoy it. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. We're going to let you go have some dinner now. (laughs) (laughs) She gets home from work and she's like, okay, now I got to do a podcast. And then it's like, okay, now I got to. So uh, anyway, everybody, thank you for the faithful uh, three listeners. I think we have three. We're up to three listeners now. Um, we have three list- faithful listeners now, and we thank you guys very much. And all we want to do is bring you the truth and have some fun doing that. Uh, this show was a, was a little more serious than usual. The next show is going to be about the Uraeus, and it's going to be a that's going to be a crazy show. And then the one after that's going to be the Harry Potter show, which is just going to be off the hook. Everybody's looking forward to it. It's going to join us uh, for that live show. It's going to be amazing. So uh, this is Patrick Webster-Small bringing you the Webster Phenomena and uh, bringing you this every Monday night at uh, 8 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. And then you can listen to it anytime you want uh, on my website. Uh, And I believe you can also, you'll be able to download it on iTunes very soon, which will be kind of cool. Anybody has anything to to add to what I've the information that I've put out please send it to me and I will you know we'll look it over and we're always open to learning just as much as we're open to teaching that's what it's all about uh, in this universe so uh, everybody just uh, educate that's really all I can say the main word that's coming to my brain is educate alright this is Patrick Webster Small bringing you the Webster phenomena right here on Spaced Out Radio be good humans (laughs) 